This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Talking Property is proudly brought to you by the Johannesburg Social Housing Company, Josh Cole. Well, we've talked about all aspects of our property. We've talked about decor. We've talked about zoning. And today we'd like to talk about when you bring live elements into your property through plants. Now, indoor plants can be a beautiful addition to the beauty, freshness and life to our homes. But sometimes we can love our indoor plants maybe a little bit too much, especially when we overdo it, for example, with watering. House plants that come from more humid places in the world can struggle in the drier air, particularly here in Johannesburg, but in general inside our homes. However, a few low-maintenance houseplants are extremely forgiving and undemanding about their growing conditions. This conversation goes through some indoor plants that are low-maintenance and how we can take care of them. Joy Pala, our landscape designer, joins us in studio right now, and you can join us too on 0861987000. How are you doing, Joy? Hi, thank you so much for having me. Did you see my suit today? I did. It's very on theme here. This is the only plant that I can keep alive. (laughs) The plant print on my suit. Very tropical. What is that? I think it's the Monstera Deliciosa. It's just fabulous. It is really gorgeous. Well, Monstera (laughs) it is. So do you find that this is a big issue that people come to you with? That they just aren't quite able to sustain the life of their indoor plants? Yeah, absolutely. And I think... Look, the biggest issue is is not even so much that the plants tend to be quite high maintenance, mm. but that we don't really have time. Sure. Right? We are quite busy. And we and, and even if we have, you know, proper homes, but we really live the the lock up and go type yes. of of life. Yeah. Right. Um and so when you are when you're putting together an indoor garden for someone who's just very busy and doesn't really have the time it's going to be keeping it simple but making sure that you're choosing just the right type of species that really don't require too much attention Uh yeah and in this case we're looking more towards succulents right we're looking the less tropical so the monstera is is okay but it does require you to be very attentive in terms of watering it because tropical means what what tropical means high water consumption okay. really because if you think about it these are plants from the bahamas mm. uh from what's that other place that we love to vacation quite often um but basically <laughs> you know tropical where regions where it's green. lush and green yeah. it's wet they have high rainfall yeah. so these are plants that generally will require quite a bit in terms of watering and just quite a bit in terms of you know giving them attention. So somebody who's living in KZN mm. may fare better than yeah. us inland? Someone who's living in KZN may fare better, but remember um, very few indoor plants come from that region. Okay. Right? So we're looking at if I think top of my head uh, indoor plants coming from that region, the ZZ plant. So okay. if you just Google the ZZ plant. Lovely um, 
semi-tropical plant, but it's quite low maintenance. And, uh. and that, that really comes from, from KZN. But um, again, in terms of low maintenance, you want something that can thrive in different light conditions mm. so that you're not constantly moving it around to find the proper space for yeah. it, right? Yeah. Um, and again, we're looking at... If, 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 if we're looking low water plants, we're definitely looking at succulents. Anything that has a big leaf is going to require a lot of water. Ah, of course. So, yes. Of course. <laughs> it's going to require a lot of water because that's a lot of surface area that needs to be maintained by liquid, yes. right? The less surface area you have, the less water it will require. And when we're talking water, is this your watering from the roots or do you you even need to spray these leaves? Right. That's the other thing. So with succulents, you you don't need to spray. But with tropical plants, you need to spray because they also come from high humid regions. Yes. So there's air, there's water in the air. There's water in the air constantly. Right. And some of these high humid regions are next to the beach. We, we are in inland. Hence, if you have a monstera in Joburg, you're going to have to spray it every now and then so that you can create that um, humid environment around mm. it. So, yeah, please. So let's go ahead with a list of low-maintenance yeah. indoor plants. So if you're talking low-maintenance, firstly, I said low water. Yeah. So all manner of succulents, but with succulents, you have to be careful because some of them actually require highlight. Okay. So if you are looking, if you have a highlight condition, so for example, you've got a big open window, Mm. right? And you are able to sort of decorate that section of the house with your indoor plants. You are looking at things like echeverias, for example. Mm -hmm. um, I think the common name would be like a rock rose. Okay. You've seen these ones. We love them also indoor and outdoor. You are also looking at um, things like Potilacera. Potilacera, you find one that's creeping, so you can put it in a, um, you can put it in a, in a pot and have it spill over the pot. You also get the Potilacera that's a shrub. Right. Do they have flowers? They don't have flowers. Okay. No. But you do get one that has flowers. Mm. It's called a crassula. Mm-hmm. So all manner of crassulas will flower. So these kind of succulents, um, you get them in shrubs, you get them as small plants, you get them as creepers, right? And those are perfect if you've got like a, a highlight area in in your room but you want something that's not going to require too much attention in terms of water and it can pretty much look after itself because the watering <laughs> is where we are getting it wrong right <laughs> now when you say can yes. look after itself can look after itself in the sense that um as long as the soil is moist it can go for about two or three weeks without you needing to water it, you okay. needing to do anything to it, as long as it's been potted well, right? We're not looking at a big plant in a small pot, you're going to have a problem, right? So you have a generous pot, which means that you have quite a bit of potting soil in that pot, and the plant is able to access nutrients without you having to manually feed it, mm. right? Mm. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. 
And then you also get some indigenous <laughs> ones called, in the, the species is Sensevaria. Mm-hmm. And you've seen it, it looks like an aloe with like different stripes on it. Sometimes it will have like a yellow um, trim around the leaves. Give us that name again. Sensevaria. Sensevaria. Yeah, Sensevaria. So, yeah, my, different. My phonics from grade one is coming back because I'm like, <laughs> Sensa, just sound it out. Sensa there we go. It, and it pretty much is as you say, but yes. it's sans. Sansevaria. Yes, Isn't this, it looks like a snake plant. It is snake plant. Girl, it's exactly that. I know something <laughs> in life. There, there she is. It is exactly that. And I think you get three different types of snake plants. You get the one that I think we're familiar with. It's got a green body with like a yellow trim around Mm -hmm. it you get that one with like silvery stripes Mm -hmm. in the middle of it and then you get a plain one as well they're fabulous they are gorgeous Mm. right so these are the ones that will also tolerate low light Mm -hmm. right so these could be good inside the bedroom these could be good inside the bedroom where you don't have a lot of light yes absolutely and then I mean, you can go four weeks without watering a sense of area and it wow. will still be fine. Absolutely fine. Can I tell you, yeah. I don't know, and I didn't know that she's a green thumbs. I've told you about my mom before, yes. right? And so I had a sense, I have two sense of areas. Yeah. Even these ones were like, you know what, Baba, look, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and then my mom brought them back to life. Right. So if yeah. you're in that position with mm. any one of the low-maintenance indoor plants right. that you've named, yeah. can they be resuscitated? If you have the patience okay. of Job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she has, the patience of Job. It's true. Yes. It takes a while. It takes a while. And you know what she does? She removes them from our sight mm-hmm. so that she can go like be patient with them because exactly. every day we'll be poking them ah this yes. thing is not bad come on yeah but she knows right you've got to care you for have it. to really put them in the infirmary that's it you really that's have it. to put them in the infirmary and then you'll get mm. these beautiful new shoots that yes. come out and, and the it's, satisfaction oh, it's like a miracle <laughs> the miracle of life the satisfaction is unsurpassed so in that time mm. in the infirmary so to speak <laughs> what does that patient care look like for the plant it looks like you really understanding the the natural environment in which the plant comes from mm. and trying to mimic that. Okay. It looks like, say, for example, most of the time, most the, the most common way to kill a sense of area is overwatering it. I see. Okay. Because we, you know, we look at it and maybe it looks a little bit sad and then we put water on it and then we put some more Mm. just to make sure that as soon as you want to just make sure, (laughs) you are already on the wrong train. Just make sure is not make sure when it comes to plant Absolutely. So, um, and in fact, all manner of succulent type plants. um, And when we talk succulents, if you can think about an aloe, an allotype plant. Yeah. All manner of allotype plants will require less water. And it's just because they store quite a bit of water within their leaves. So immediately when you overwater them, they absorb too much and then they start, you know, 
it's almost as if the cells inside the skin of the plant will burst because they have too much water. Uh, and then when they burst, you start seeing like little scars and you die. start, yes. Yeah. And then you start thinking that maybe um, there's a bug or something. No, no, no. The cells have burst and that will produce a scar. Wow. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. This is very good to know. Talk to us about, is it PF low maintenance indoor plants? Um, that would, no, I don't think I'm familiar. Say it again. PF low maintenance. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that is, but, okay. uh, the characteristics of low maintenance indoor plants you've told us about. Yes. That they need less water. Oh yes, of course. And, so and light conditions. They, correct. They will need less water. They will need less light conditions and they can tolerate, um, and, uh, different types of temperatures in the home. Talk to us about that. Yeah. yeah. So um, most plants in general will thrive in regular room temperature. So okay. we're talking anything from like 23 to about 27, right? That's mm-hmm. not too cold, not too hot, mm-hmm. regular room temperature. But you do get plants that, for example, in the winter, I wouldn't suggest you put them too close to the window because then it gets really, really cold. And they might get like a cold shock. It's not a frost bite. Mm. It's just really a cold shock. So, for example, your Monstera Deliciosa, it comes from a region that's hot, humid. Always. Always, right? So you want to put that in room temperatures 25 degrees it can't get too cold it can be hotter but it can't get too cold if it's too cold then it will suffer right um so it yeah succulents neither here nor there preferably hot preferably um regular room temperature and not too cold is it better to have indigenous plants You can have indigenous plants as indoor plants, but they won't necessarily then become low maintenance. Oh, I see. No, that is a fundamental requirement here, Because... (laughs) (laughs) So the indigenous requirement is more relevant if you're planting them outside, right? Because for them... Uh, we are more concerned with the fact that they can withstand the elements, right? They can withstand having low water because they were raised and born, born and raised in low water conditions, born and raised in the heat, born and raised in dry heat, right? So as soon as you remove them from their environment, you almost have to recreate um, the conditions from which they came from okay. so that they can thrive. So they don't necessarily become um, low maintenance. I've seen videos where people yeah. have indoor plants, but from time to time they take them outside. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? I think we get very nervous because psychologically our mind tells us This is a plant, it's supposed to be outside, especially when things start going wrong Mm. or it looks like things are going wrong inside the house, Mm. right? Mm. But this, if you think about it, if it's an indoor plant, you've bought it in the indoor section at the nursery. It was born and raised indoors. Indoors. It was never outside. 
And yes, your brain is going to tell you this is a plant, it needs sunlight, it has to photosynthesize and all of that. Forget those rules okay. because these plants play under completely different rules. Right. And some plants, like for example, the Ficus liriata. Mm-hmm. The Ficus liriata is like the, it's like the interior decorator's most beautiful, really? regularly used plant. <laughs> Ficus lariata, otherwise known as fiddle leaf, fiddle leaf fig. fig. Yes. So the oh, fiddle yes. leaf fig. I have a fake one of these in my house. You sorry, see. sorry, sorry, Joy. <laughs> so, but that particular one, especially that one, uh. it hates being moved around. Oh, that's another aspect. That's another aspect. Okay, so rather put it in one spot, (sighs) let it struggle in that one spot until it adapts. Sure, as long as you're obviously, as long as you're obviously considering the the requirements of the plant, um, high to medium light. Um, just a fair amount of of moisture, so it mustn't be wet, but it can't be dry, mm. right? Because this is big leaf equals tropical. Gotcha. So it's a big leaf plant. Gotcha. And then it must have some high humidity as well. So this is one of those that you have to spray every now and then. Yeah. Why doesn't she like being moved around? She she gets very temperamental. Mm. Um, and I think it's just, it's already quite an adjustment to move from the nursery to your house, mm. which is a very different environment altogether. At the nursery, everything looks beautiful because they've got an expert there who comes in to check on everything, make yes. sure everything's being fed. They've been sprayed with Evian water. Sp- exactly, right? They're at the spa, yes, basically, yes. of plants. <laughs> yes. And then you bring it to your house. It's not like a spa environment. Uh. Okay. So already it's used to a certain type of treatment. That's not going to be necessarily the case when it comes to your house. So and moving so, it yeah. is just, yeah, mm. it's very upsetting. And of course, if it's decor, you, you don't quite, I don't know, it's that interesting yes. space. It is a living being. It is, yeah. So you do need to take its temperament right. into into consideration. Correct. But if you're moving your sofas here, She's got to move with the sofas. Yeah, Mara, you but can't no. move your sofas every no. week. We need no, to come back. No, not every week. <laughs> uh, you know how we grew up. That is a revolutionary thought that you're sharing with us. But absolutely. Okay, yeah. Zico here. And I'll share this with you. I actually tag you on this. Awesome. Um, so much in love with my indoor plants, showing me some beautiful indoor plants. Yeah, they look Stunning. amazing. Uh, and then we've got some questions on the line. Awesome. So 0861-987-000, give us a call. Um, Joy Pala is here with us, and uh, we're talking about low-maintenance indoor plants. Hi, Tapelo. Hi, Pabi, how are you? Great, and you? Okay, mine is not about indoor plants, but I just want to ask, I've got some ivies, I think creepers, yes. around the trees outside. Yeah. And one, one landscaper came and said, rubbish, remove this. Yes. Around the trees. Why is that? And I thought it was quite a nice look having these creepers around the trees. Why should I remove them? Well, I'm going to give you a very naughty example, but just imagine if something was constantly hugging you all the time. 
Okay. Right. So okay. it's it's it, well. First of all, IV in general is not something that we are meant to be growing anymore because it's quite invasive and it's been listed um, legislatively as a an alien invader. So everywhere where we see IV, we are meant to pull it out by the roots and yeah. essentially treat the spot where it was growing so that it doesn't regrow. But what ivy does also is that it's quite a thug. So if it is hogging your plants and your trees, it's only a matter of time before those plants themselves give up completely. Yes. So it's not a good idea. Trees don't like other things growing on top of them. That's so, so it, it is indeed rubbish then. This person was right to say it's rubbish, rubbish. Absolutely, rubbish. absolutely. Oh. It's it's okay when you see it on the streets of London in England. That's where it comes from. But here so in it's South not Africa, bothering English trees. It's not bothering English trees. <laughs> it's just bothering <laughs> it's our us. South African trees. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, definitely, I'm going to remove them immediately. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Tapelo. Okay, so there isn't a form of ivy because I imagine it looks quite lovely yes. so there isn't something similar um mm. perhaps not an ivy but something we that gives that that um, that lush creeper yeah. yes as long Blanket. as yes as long as you're not letting it climb on top of another live tree okay right as long as you're not letting it climb and they, we do have indigenous ivy um but even that but even that should not be climbing on top of other trees. Okay. It will really just, it's an uncomfortable position. It sometimes it cuts off um, light. It cuts off moisture. Sometimes it's growing right at the at the base of this other tree. And at the base of trees, it's meant to be clear. Because at the base of trees, that's where water goes in, that there's quite a lot of hormonal activity that happens Ah. at the base of trees. And now when it's being hogged by another tree, it's literally suffocating that tree. So it's like blocking your skin or blocking your nose. It's it's affecting how this thing grows. Absolutely. Makosini, hello. Hello, Barry, and welcome to your guest to the studio. Thank you. My question is that uh, I have bought some indoor plants, mm-hmm. but the problem is that they die after yeah. some time. I try my best to water them, do everything, but they don't last long. Uh, second question is that uh, do you have a book of your own or courses that you run? I should write. To <laughs> how to how to better. Great question. Let's put pressure on Joy because honestly, (laughs) Joy, I've never met a person who speaks with such passion, such compassion, such love for what you do. And we've been talking Um. for years. Absolutely, Makosini. So the first question was around exactly what we're talking about. Why are his plants dying? I suppose it could be a a whole host of things. It could be a host of things. But I think, you know, sometimes when we go buy plants, we are we are excited about the displays that we see in the nursery, right? And we're thinking about the possibilities um, what of what those displays could mean in our homes. But we haven't really discussed or discovered what those particular plants will need, right? Because each one has specific growing and care conditions, yes. right? Um, and so let's say, for example, you've brought in your Ficus liriata, but you don't have the greatest of lights, in your home, 
it's going to suffer. It doesn't matter whether you are watering it, whether you are feeding it, whether you are spraying it. It can't photosynthesize. It will suffer, mm. right? Um, and then sometimes it's also the issue of we've brought in a succulent, but we are way overwatering this mm. thing, right? And that will definitely, it will suffer. So I think it's important, you know, when you get that label, I think Woolies is very good with this. Mm. They will say it's high water um, or medium light, low light, mm. high water or low water. Those little labels are very important. And obviously then have a look at the label of the um, scientific name of that plant because, you know, a snake plant in South Africa can, can be a snake plant, can, be, can mean something totally different in China, okay. right? So the scientific name of the plant is important because then you can do a quick Google search and see whether or not this plant can actually thrive in your home. The spot that you have in mind for it, is it going to be the right spot for it? So much like, you know, we're very much disencouraged from giving pets right. at Christmas. You Chocolate. Know? Or, yeah. Yeah, because, you can't see <laughs> yeah, yeah, your pet, it's a commitment. It's Correct. A, you're basically adopting mm. a life. You've mm. got to approach your plants with the same Absolutely. kind of seriousness. Absolutely, because I think it goes back to that sentiment you were saying in terms of it being a decorative element. We don't often think about it as being a living element yeah. as well. Uh, the Wolf of Heatherview, Mutsipe says, the bonsai, he's showing me all the pictures, the bonsai Ooh. is called Tokyo. Okay. The cactus are the four amigos, Sanchez, Diego, Carlos, oh, and Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> and the other fun. one is called Daisy. I don't know Ooh, the make. Amazing. He's having That's fun. Really cool. <laughs> Very quickly before we let you go, you've sure. launched a garden maintenance service. Oh, yes. Tell us course. a little bit more about garden design and installation and, and what you do. Joy. Yeah. So I'm a landscape designer by profession. I do uh, mostly you know, a mix of edible and normal traditional landscape design. So clients have come to me and say, why don't you just take it over mm. and maintain it? I will also have other clients that come to me and say, look, I have a maintenance service, but actually I'm not completely 100% sure what they're meant to be doing. And I don't really know how to guide them because it's fine. They can come in and cut the lawn and make things clean, but they don't really know how to make things look good. Yeah. Well, the so, way Joy does. <laughs> Let's be real. So how do so, we find you and book you yeah. and bring you over to rescue our gardens? Yes, you can find me easily on Instagram at Organic Kitchen Gardens. Fantastic. Yeah. Organic Kitchen Gardens, landscape designer, Joy Pala. Always so wonderful to talk to you. Thank you. Uh, it really just brings such a completely profoundly special element to our conversation about plants. Talking Property was proudly brought to you by the Johannesburg Social Housing Company, Josh Cole. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.